Well, thanks for joining me. Let's pray. We're going to pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. Of course, uh, the holidays are straight ahead of us. And uh, I've got lined up some great programming for you while uh, we might be away from the mic. But I hope you'll join us here at Relevant Radio for all the great programming we have in store for you. And as we get ready to start a new year, it's going to be exciting. I'll be praying for you over the holidays. And I would ask you to do the same for me and the Mariani family. We are always so grateful for... um, your friendship and for your prayers and for the fact that you remember us in your prayers. Hey, I want to send a shout out to a guy named Jeff. Jeff, thank you. Uh, his son came out today. Mariani's were having a little problem right before Christmas with something in the house here. And, and this guy was very uh, generous and, and made it out to the house. And when I called, he said, oh, I, I know you. I listen to you on the show. I'm like, oh, it's great. So he came out and he hooked us up. And I just want to say thank you for, uh, for your kindness at this time of year. I want to pray for those that are going through a difficult time especially financially this time of year. I know what it's like. Um, you know, God gives us blessings. Some, sometimes the Lord, uh, you know, t- takes them away. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, right? Um, I've, I've had great blessings in my life. I mean, I, more than I could probably count, but there have been times where I've been brought to my knees. And one of those times was around Christmas. And it was really an opportunity for me to trust in the mercy of God and I saw the generosity of others. I want to pray for those who are going through a difficult time right now. Uh, God will surprise you. And God will bless you. God will uh, work things out for you. Uh, I can testify to that. And if you're really wondering, man, I need a Christmas miracle, Drew, let's pray for it right now. Okay? Let's pray for that situation. It could be the division in the family or the drug addict. It could be those finances, which are so crushing at this time of year. You know, it could be the health. A lot of people going on ventilators. I'm looking at a couple of emails that have come in here already and my heart goes out to those who are, um, you know, battling COVID, and in no way do I want to diminish it. I just pray to God that it's behind us soon. Um, there was one woman who wrote to me. Her name—I'll keep your name anonymous. I'll give it the initials. S S S J wrote to me. She said, "Hey, could you pray for me to find fulfilling work? I recently applied for a communications job at my new parish, or at a new parish, and my current boss terrorizes me to the point of my health is failing." I can't sleep. I experience extreme anxiety. She's incredibly abusive. I'm in an apartment industry right now, and my natural passion and the gifts revolve around writing. And so the job at uh, this church, I'll keep it anonymous too, would be a better fit. My husband worries about money, and this would be a pay cut for me. I feel pressure to stay in this job, and it's killing me uh, for his sake, and that actually makes me resent him. Uh, Would you please pray? I need a miracle. Uh, you got it. I, when I read your email this morning, I, I thought, you know, I, I promise your prayers. That's a tough situation to be in because your health, your mental well-being is very important. And I know providing for the family is too. And I'll, I'll pray that God remedies this. Either there's conversion of your employer or it has a change of heart or his providence comes through some other way. Another person writing me saying, hey, could you pray for my father, Sarah, for me, 73 years old, who's having a procedure today. Uh, they go through the the ailments, I won't go through all those with you. Um, a lot of people concerned right now about COVID. My producer, Tom, just said to me as well, he said, um, you know, um, could you pray for this person who is on a vent because of COVID? So, um, yeah, absolutely. We will uh, certainly pray for you and for all those intentions. I'm joined by Maggie. She's my producer, my right hand today. And it's always good to work with her. And Maggie, anything you want to lift up or pray for? Hi, Drew. I would just like to pray for safe travels for everybody um, this weekend, uh, traveling for Christmas, uh, and, and hopefully healthy and wonderful gatherings with family members. Yeah, all right. We'll lift that up. Let's pray for safe travel and 
Uh, let's pray for just an end. <laughs> end of COVID. I really want to pray for that right now. For those who are in transition, those who are moving, those who um, right now aren't with family, who are lonely, who are addicted, who are on the streets, who um, just need God in their life. Let's, let's pray for them. And we'll begin as we do every day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O font of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and was born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell, and the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. All right, we'll take our first call this afternoon. Judy is praying with us in Los Angeles. Judy, good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Hi, Judy. You okay? Uh, yes. I'm. My intention today is for the repose of the soul of my mother, who died on Friday the 17th. Oh, I'm sorry. And she turned 84 on the 13th. She's been a long-time oh. listener to Relevant Radio. She introduced me to you. And she's been homebound last, you know, two or three years. And every day she listened to you and saw the Rocky. And that's kind of what kept her going. She was a little prayer warrior, like you always say. She was one of them. (laughs) I love it. She's part of our family, right? She's part of our family. I love that. Absolutely. She believes in the divine mercy so much. And so do I. Yeah, pray together. I love that. I look, Judy. I'm so sorry for your loss. I, yeah, I was devastated when I lost my mother. You know, I, I lost my father. That was one thing. But to, to lose a mother, I, th- there's a special pain. I mean, we have a special connection to, to to our mothers, and my heart goes out to you, especially at this time of year. I, you know, I, I know your mother is going to be interceding for you in a powerful way, and she can love you more powerfully and more perfectly than ever. You know, now that she's on the other side and. Know that she's with you, but let's pray for her and let's pray with her right now. And I want to pray for your whole family, okay? I, I, my, my, my deepest condolences for your loss, but uh, I'll offer you my prayers right thank now, Thank you okay? so much, Drew. And thank you for your show and all you do. And I pray for you and your family and all the relevant family. Oh, you're so kind. Well, thank you. It's good to have you as part of our family. And 
And we are family. I mean, I mean, when I say that, I, I can't. I, just, I mean that so literally. I mean, I, I you know, think about your family and how dispersed it might be. You know, they're still family, right? Even though you and I are separated by geography, we're united in something that's very intimate, very personal, very powerful. We're united in love. We're united in our Lord, and we're united in prayer. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything more powerful than that. You know. Family is not about DNA, right? It's not about blood. It's not about genetics. I think family can often be a lot more. So my family, let's pray together. I want to pray for you. Let's pray in particular for those who've lost their loved ones at this time. You're those who mourn. And Lord, I pray for those who you're calling home. I pray for the hour of death uh, of our loved ones and especially our own hour that you meet us as a merciful savior and not as a just judge. And I pray for those in purgatory who I know by these prayers will receive both relief and maybe even alleviation of that purgatorial state. Eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right. Our next call comes from Susie. She's praying in Austin, Texas. Hey, good afternoon, Susie. Thanks for calling. Yes, thanks for taking my call. I had two requests. One is for my brother Steve's brother-in-law, Humphrey, who was just diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer, and he starts chemo in January. And he's got a family, so just praying for his health. And then my brother-in-law, Chuck, who just had a stroke and is in the emergency room right now. All right. What's a serious situation? Let's pray for both of those intentions, Susie. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Thank uh, you so much. You got it. Have a blessed Christmas. Lord, I I pray first for those who are in the fight with cancer. And there are many of your children, many different manifestations and forms cancer takes. And we thank you for the gift of medicine and technology. And if it's through surgery or medication or other treatments, radiation, immunotherapy, whatever it may be, chemo that you bring healing. We thank you for that. Uh, if not, Lord, I ask for your divine touch. And I ask for fortitude and support for the loved ones of those who are going through this. And I also pray right now for those who are victims of stroke, who are in the ICU and who are in critical situations. And I just bring them to you. And I pray, Eternal Father, I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Our next call comes uh, from John in Illinois. And Maggie, I don't know whether you're able to grab Twitter today or not. You can let me know. Um, let me grab John first. Uh, he is listening in Joliet, Illinois. Hi, John. Hi, Drew. How are you? Hey, I'm hanging in there. I'm doing well, John. Thanks. Good. Merry Christmas. I have a few uh, prayer requests. Uh, actually, need some Christmas miracles. One is uh, right. for Kathy Olson, who was recently diagnosed with ALS. Wow. Janice Nugent, recently diagnosed with colon cancer. And Jackie Boudreaux, who recently had brain bleed. Ooh. All right. Well, John, let's pray for them. And I want to pray for you, too, okay? I know you didn't mention anything personally. Lord, I just give you your son, John, and I say, as you read his heart, I know he, he often cries out to you with his own needs and wants and his desires fill his Christmas with many blessings. And I do believe that this is a miraculous time of year. We thank you for the virgin birth. We thank you for the incarnation. And I do thank you for the miracles that often take place at this time of year. And I ask for those, for those battling ALS, for those with brain bleeds, those with tumors, those with cancer, Lord, those who just need a, a miracle. They need a financial miracle. They need a miracle in their relationship. They need a miracle in their battle with addiction. I just bring you these souls and I ask for your mercy as I pray, eternal father. I offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, let me go to Maria and then Maggie. Let's grab some Twitter intentions and we'll share them. If you have a need or an intention that you want to put up, a couple ways you can do it. You can always email me, Drew at RelevantRadio.com. I, I read all of them. I can't always share them all in the air because I get a ton of emails. And then... Of course, Maggie is always scouring uh, our social media platforms, and you can always send us your intentions there at Drew Mariani Show. And of course, if you want to follow me personally and communicate, it's at Drew Mariani. So, simple way to remember both. Maria in California, good afternoon. Thanks for praying with us. Hi, Drew. Thank you so much for taking my call. And God bless your uh, tremendous, courageous land, your heart, 
Um, I, my prayer is for my father, Rigoberto. Um, he's about to have a procedure at 1.30 uh, to remove a gallstone from uh, his bladder. I, I'm sorry, gall, uh, yes, from gall his bladder. gallbladder. And then also, yes, for my sister, Gloria, who uh, received dialysis treatment and for all her needs and for uh, Relevant Radio, all the staff and uh, especially for you and your family, Drew. Thank you so much. I, Maria, thank you. I really do appreciate the love. Um, we'll pray for your dad. I'm, I'm always concerned when I hear about anyone who's 92 needing surgery because any surgery is serious, you know, and, and 92, boy, that's a that's a good age. God bless him with some longevity. And gallbladder pain, boy, that is one of the most painful things you can endure. Oh, crippling. Uh, Lord, I thank you for technology. I'm assuming they're probably going to do this laparoscopically with him. So, Lord, I just... I, I just I pray that you be the hands of the surgeon, that this procedure go quickly, and that uh, Maria's father heals uh, remarkably. Let them be let them be the amazement of doctors. I, I give you all the other intentions she voiced, and I lift up all those things. We need so many miracles and so many blessings today, Lord. So I give them to you. Maggie is going to share some of those intentions that have come in on our Twitter as well. And Maggie, what can we add to Maria's intentions? Well, first, I just wanted to mention uh, a gal who called in last night uh, for the family rosary, but um, wasn't able to make it on. She was calling in Thanksgiving uh, for what's happened with her niece in the last uh, year. So I guess a couple years ago, she and her husband had gotten pregnant for the first time, and they ended up having um, a miscarriage. Uh, I, I guess the baby was born stillborn. Um, and so they prayed and prayed and prayed for another baby and uh, eventually they did get pregnant wow. and the new one is born on the anniversary of their losing the first baby. Wow. Um, so <laughs> I thought that was really That's beautiful. Awesome. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, and then we've got all this, um, writing to us and says, I want to pray for everyone um, in the world that might be sick or hurt in some way. Mm. And I'd also like to pray for the holy souls in purgatory. Elizabeth wrote to us, she said, I want to pray in Thanksgiving for an answered prayer. I have normal test results. I also would All like right, to pray for those struggling financially. And then we have gotten a number of, of tweets uh, in the last week that I just wanted to shout out. Um, Everyone praying for family unity before Christmas. That's a great prayer. I mean, it's amazing how many families end up divided, broken families, divorced families, addicted families, you know, just yep. politically divided families. There's so much. Lord, I just, I do ask for unity in the family. I know that's a prayer that you certainly will answer because you promise anything we ask. In virtue of the passion, of your passion, and through this prayer of the chaplet, will be granted if it's according to your will. And I know the Lord wants your family reunited. So if you have those issues, pray. Pray for that right now. I want to pray for my uh, my former producer, Cassie. I bumped into her the other day. This is the girl. You know, you're sharing that story about this woman who had a miscarriage and, and found out she's pregnant. Uh, Cassie went through, I think, five miscarriages. Ultimately wrote a book about it, but she um, had surgery. She did everything. Couldn't get pregnant she ended up adopting two beautiful boys and i just got a christmas card for her today with not only those two boys she adopted from ghana and i can't believe how big they are but she has her three other little blonde haired children in this picture because she got pregnant right after adopting those kids three times she's now pregnant with her sixth so this is a girl who had great faith and prayed and put her trust in god and god rewarded her with an abundance of children she submitted herself to god's will she thought she'd never be 
a mother naturally and would be an adoptive mother. But God blessed her uh, with both. And uh, what an incredible family they have. Lord, I pray for all families right now that are struggling with fertility. I want to pray for that mother right now who's contemplating taking the life of her child. And I just ask that you hold back her hand, Lord. And, and I ask for healing for anyone who's made the mistake of, uh, of abortion. I know you said the greater the sinner, the greater the right they had to your mercy. So we pray, eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. And for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. All right, we'll go to Nicole next. She's listening to us in Maryland. Land of Mary. Hey, Nicole, good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Merry Hi. Christmas. Thank you, and God yeah, bless you for taking my call. Thank you. It's my You're pleasure. welcome. Really so, is. firstly, oh, thank you. Um, so, firstly, I want to pray for my friend Michelle and her daughter who are tested positive for COVID this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially want to offer uh, prayers for her because when my daughter Grace didn't speak to me for two years, she was thinking of me and praying for me. So I'm happy to say that my daughter and I reconciled earlier this year. Praise God. That's great. (laughs) That's an answer prayer. Yes, sir. I'm glad to finally give you an answer prayer. And then, um, (laughs) and then of course, just for my, (laughs) for my children, always Grace and Michael, I'd like to offer prayers for, for them. And of course, for all the relevant radio family to have a a beautiful and blessed Christmas. Well, thank you, Nicole. Such beautiful prayers. Thank you. Those are gorgeous. Really, really beautiful prayers. Beautiful names uh, for your children. Um, Let me stick another intention in here, too, Nicole. We'll get uh, Mary, who's listening in Wausau, Wisconsin. I think her son uh, had an accident. Mary, good afternoon. Hi, Drew. Merry Christmas, and thanks for taking my call. You got it. Merry Christmas. um, A prayer intention for a friend of mine with debilitating arthritis for healing and a friend who's got cancer healing and then my family four members of my family my son was in an um, accident a year ago he was rear-ended and Mm -hmm. he's got some improvement but he has constant neck pain that was last january february and then this year we went to visit our daughter in boise idaho my husband and daughter and i and the four of us were on our way to mass stopped at a red light on a Saturday, and a woman texting 55 miles an hour ran into the back of the car behind us, and I'm doing a lot better, but my husband has constant neck pain. He's been getting treated. Um, My other daughter, neck, back, headaches, and my third daughter has all of that plus concussion, and she's really struggling with um, just like processing pain, constant pain. 
And um, that was back October 2nd. And so I am praying for a Christmas miracle. All right, let's do that. For healing, Jesus to come in haste. And um, my two daughters also are looking for jobs, so for employment for them. Yeah, I'm sorry for what your family is going through. That's unbelievable. Let's pray for those jobs, anyone who's underemployed and unemployed and looking for work. But I want to pray for victims of tragedy and accident, chronic pain. Uh, I heard today in the state of Wisconsin, uh, they had a snowfall there and uh, there was a hundred car pileup on, I think it was Interstate 94, somebody had said. Um, So I want to pray for the victims of those accidents. Terrible thing that happened on the eve of, of Christmas Eve. Hey, Lord, I just give you everyone who's on hold, Caroline and Patty and Christian and Vicki and John and Nicole and Judy and Sophia and everyone who could not get through, everyone who's written to me, everyone who is now praying with me. And Lord, we ask for Christmas miracles. You know what we need. I know you bring good out of every situation. We thank you for our crosses. We ask that you give us the strength to carry them, that they may be meritorious, that we may grow in holiness and closer to you. But we just give you our hearts as we pray. Eternal Father, we offer you the body, blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, please look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us so that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, Jesus, I I trust in you. you. Jesus, I trust trust in in you. Jesus, I trust trust in you. Our Lady, Queen of Heaven. Pray for us. Our Lady of Good Help. Pray for us. Mother of Mercy. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. Virgin, most powerful. Pray for us. St. Joseph. Pray for us. St. Faustina. Pray for us. St. John Paul II. Pray for us. St. Peregrine. Pray for us. St. Jose Maria Escriva. Pray for us. St. Patrick. Pray for us. Blessed Michael Sapochko and Father Seraphim Mikolenko. Pray for us. All you angels and saints. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for praying with me. I am going to be praying with you, I promise, in the days ahead, especially this holy time of year. And if you are really praying for a miracle, I want you to stay with me, okay? Because when I come back, 
I'm going to share with you um, well, a story, a, a true event in the life of the Marianis that showed to me that Christmas really is a time of miracles. Tweet us your prayer intention anytime on Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. Capagorda of Foresters is proud to sponsor the Relevant Radio Studio line. For information about employment opportunities and flexible premium life insurance plans, visit relevantradio.com slash Forrester. This is the Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Christmas for me has always been an enchanted time. You know, it's almost magical. I remember as a little boy getting so excited as Christmas approached. I was captivated by every Christmas story. I loved looking at the bright Christmas lights and listening to the Christmas carols as they played on the radio in our home. I just remember taking me hours just to fall asleep on Christmas Eve, my mind dancing with thoughts of all the Christmas presents I would open the next morning. Yes, Christmas was a special time. It was my favorite time of year, and my parents always worked hard to make sure it was. My mother and father have always instilled in me, by their example, the importance of faith, charity, and compassion. They taught me that I must always thank God for what I have and reach out to those who have less. They wanted me to know that Christmas was not about material things. Rather, it was about the birth of Christ. It was about salvation history and God's deep love for us. To me, Christmas is also about family. It's about giving as well as receiving. And I'd like to share a personal story that means a lot to me and especially to my family. It's the story of charity and love and of loss and reception. It's the story of a Christmas miracle that occurred to my mother when I was just a little boy. It was a bitterly cold, snowy Christmas Eve. My parents had gathered toys and gifts from friends and family and people in our neighborhood with the intention of giving these to families that had nothing, whose children Christmas morning would awake and find nothing under the Christmas tree. So several people gathered in our home, wrapped the gifts, and then they set off to deliver the presents. My mother also just finished wrapping our Christmas gifts, and she stored them safely in her bedroom closet, all set for when she would return and prepare her own children's Christmas. You see, she knew how much we loved Christmas and always worked hard to make it special for us. My mother was now set, so she and my father set off into the cold night on their mission of mercy. They spent the greater part of that evening visiting people who had much less. In fact, the memory of the people they encountered that night some desperate, some impoverished, some alone, still bring tears to my mother's eyes. She often recalls her experiences, and I can only too clearly feel the compassion that she and my father felt as they visited a poor black woman living in a little one-room place with, well, they said absolutely nothing. In fact, in the far corner of that woman's cold and drafty home lie her little daughter asleep on the floor. As my parents unpacked the gifts that they brought for this little girl, Tears streamed down the eyes of the woman. She was both surprised and speechless. Her daughter would have Christmas after all. They eventually left this woman only to visit many other homes. The reaction from those they met ranged from shock to incredible joy, with the exception of one remarkable woman. As they approached her home, a gentle snow was now falling. 
There was something in the air. It was a feeling that was hard to describe. A feeling that there was something different about this home. Something special. As they knocked on the door, they were greeted by a woman who seemed to be filled with an incredible inner joy. She gazed at them wide-eyed and said, Come in. I've been waiting for you. Now, this confused my parents because none of the people they visited that night knew that they were coming. So my father asked her, he says, What do you mean you've been waiting for us? She smiled a bright, warm smile, then walked over to the table where she had already prepared hot tea in expectation of their arrival. And she looked at each one of them and said very simply, I knew that God would not disappoint me. You see, I have nothing, and my children have nothing. But I've been praying that God would provide a Christmas for them. So in trust and in faithful expectation, I prepared this tea, and I've been waiting for whoever the Lord was going to send. When I heard the knock on my door, I knew it was the answer to my prayers. The deep faith of this poor woman and her total trust in God's providence moved my parents deeply. They spent the better part of an hour just talking and sharing and laughing. It was now getting late and the woman had been the last stop on my parents' journey that evening and all the presents they had gathered now had been given away. That night was a special night. My parents had brought Christmas to those who had nothing. They gave, but at the same time, they also received. While the snow was now falling heavily, and they barely made it home, they still had to put out gifts for their own children. So my mother went to the closet where she had stored her Christmas presents before leaving, only to find the surprise of her evening. There was nothing in the closet. It was empty. Her mind reeled. Had she given away, in all of the confusion, her own children's presence? Fear filled her heart. Would her own kids awake in just a few hours and find nothing Christmas morning? She scoured the house, checking over and over again the closet where she had stored the presents. They were nowhere to be found. Tears filled her eyes and her heart was broken. She had no idea what she was going to do. Meanwhile, my father stood by, helpless, not knowing what he could do. So wiping the tears from her eyes, she called her sister to tell her what had happened and to share her grief. You see, my mother's nieces were teenage girls, and when they learned that we would have nothing Christmas morning, they offered their own gifts, saying, oh, we're older, we don't really need presents. That was a beautiful gesture of kindness and generosity, but those girls were teenagers and much older than we were. My mother knew that their presents wouldn't be appropriate. She thanked them and told them that, like the woman she had met, God would just have to provide. It was now too late to do anything, and all the stores were closed. The roads were impassable. Snow had blanketed all the arteries, and they were stranded at home. So in the quiet of that cold and silent Christmas Eve, my father and mother sat down and prayed. They asked God for mercy, not for them, but for their children. They asked for a Christmas miracle. As they turned off the lights and prepared to turn in for the night, my mother went to her bedroom, broken. She knew that evening she wouldn't sleep. She would only cry. As my father silently prepared for bed, he went to the closet to put away his shoes, when suddenly he let out a gasp and cried for my mother to come quickly. She ran to see what was the matter, and shock overtook her. God had heard her prayers. There, sitting right before their eyes, as big as life, were the Christmas presents that had disappeared. 
the very presents that she thought she had mistakenly given away. Her children would have Christmas, after all. Well, needless to say, we had the best Christmas ever, and so did my parents. You know, to this day, we marvel at the mystery of the missing gifts and their miraculous return. You know, my mother, I believe, has the most practical theory for what happened that evening. You see, on that cold Christmas Eve, they journeyed to many people's homes, and they met people who had nothing. Yet even in the midst of all the conversation and giving, my mother never really could understand what those poor mothers felt, the helplessness, the frustration, the disappointment, and even the despair of having nothing for their children on Christmas morning. You see, my mother believes that God on that Christmas Eve gave her a great gift. He showed her how truly blessed she was. He showed her the power of prayer and of providence. Above all, he showed her the power of his love and mercy. So to those of you listening right now who feel desperate and alone, I want you to know you're not. If you do nothing else, pray, trust, and believe that God knows your situation and that he will provide. For Christmas is a time of miracles. Just ask my mother. I'm Drew Mariani. From my family to yours, I want to wish you a blessed and happy Christmas. Yeah, that is a uh, it's a true story. Uh, my mother, uh, some people thought it was too fantastical. I remember one day my mother actually called the radio station and uh, there was a man who was listening and he called up and he says, you know, I think I said, hey, you can ask my mother anything, right? So he called up. This was like in June or July or some other weird time. And he says, can you share the story of what happened on Christmas to you? Or your friend? And she she shared that story verbatim. It's a, it's a true story. Uh, nothing is impossible with God. It's kind of my credo, my mantra. I share it with you all the time. And I believe miracles are in store for you, that God can change your situation, that there might be a Christmas miracle in store for you. I mean, maybe I'll share another one or two when I come back, but let me do this. I want to open the phones. I want to invite you to, to call in. Um, you know, try to make it brief, not, not too long, but if you could, um, if, if God worked in your life, if you've had something that was clearly a Christmas blessing and a Christmas miracle, and you want to share it, why don't we do that when we come back? We'd love to hear from you. Pull up a chair. The number right now is 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. We'll take a few of your calls, and we'll talk more. And if I have a chance, I'll also share with you what St. Faustina encountered on Christmas Eve. Stay with me. A look at Christmas you won't get anywhere else. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Catholic Order of Foresters is proud to sponsor the Relevant Radio Studio line. For information about employment opportunities and flexible premium life insurance plans, visit relevantradio.com slash forester. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. Well, so good to be with you. Love to hear from you. If you want to join us, the number 888 914 9149. And 
As I say, Christmas is a time of miracles. If I have a chance, I'll share with you a little bit about St. Faustine, his own vision of this. But let me go to Frank, who is listening to us in Philadelphia. Frank, good afternoon. Welcome. Hey, Drew. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone listening. Yeah, I was telling Lucas, um, like, your chapter, Divine Mercy, which I love, it, my miracle has not happened yet. I said not yet, because thanks to all the prayer warriors, I believe it's coming. And you gave me a lot of hope and everything, Drew. I really appreciate that. That's my Christmas miracle. I mean, my blessing, I should say. And also, Drew, do you, wow. do you remember about two weeks ago, you had Dr. Sean O'Mara on? Sure. Oh, yeah. Excellent physician. Yep. Yeah. He talked I, uh, I, microbiomes I and... Right, yeah. I, yeah. He talked to me, and um, he told me some advice, which I haven't done yet, because I'm still waiting for the opportunity to go to the store to get the stuff. Just good. I mean, just eating healthy. And um, that's part of my miracle. And again, Drew, you're a great guy, and I thank everyone. That's that's my that's my blessing. I just keep, All right, well, just, thank my you, brother. Have, have a Merry just, Christmas. Just yet. Thank you. Frank, I love it. You know what? That's the right attitude yes. to have. I mean, look, I, I, I am the most impatient person in the world. I, I We live in a culture that wants instant gratification and instant air, you know, answers. When my internet slows down, I, oh, you know, when my... When I can't send that email fast enough, when I, you know, when it, you know what it's like. You pray for something, you want that instant prayer. You know, you want it right away. You want that package you just ordered there today. It's just, you know, God, God's time is so perfect, and we just have to rely on it. I love Frank. I love your attitude because you're not saying God's not going to hear your prayer. He's just just not yet. That's kind of it's kind of cool. It gives you kind of that hopeful expectation, right? We pray, we know the Lord will answer the prayer. We do. How he answers it, that's the mystery. It could be right away. It could be in ways you can't even imagine. It could be you know, a testimony to your, your own exercise of patience. The Lord may want you to endure. But God will not fail you, and that answer is on its way, one way or the other. And the Lord's answer is the best. I prayed my butt off. I mean, I did. I prayed so hard. never prayed harder in my life for the Lord to save you know, my production company and my business and everything I love doing, all the documentary work. And I prayed so hard. I thought that was, you know, never prayed harder. Fasted, did novenas. That wasn't God's, you know, God heard my prayer, but it wasn't an, It wasn't a yes. He said, no, Drew, I'm, you've, you've completed this mission. I'm opening a new door for you to begin a new mission. And that's the world of broadcast radio. Never wanted it. Mm-mm. The last thing I ever would do is be a broadcaster to a radio. Um, and yet God's plan was so perfect. I, I love it. I could not be happier. And God will do the same thing in your own life. He'll answer prayers in ways that right now you'll say, Lord, that's not the road I want to go down. But you'll look down and you'll say, oh my gosh, the Lord knew what was best. And that answer is coming for you. Jerry in uh, Eugene, Oregon. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling in. Good afternoon, Drew. Thank you so much for taking my call. You're welcome. I, I want to say that this is a Christmas miracle. I would like to um, have faith and hope that it will be. I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer um, in July, stage two breast cancer, and um, I've had four, five treatments, and um, my tumor has gone. My tumor has disappeared. Um, oh, wow, I've been God. praying. I've been praying along with um, the Divine Chaplet for since since I was diagnosed. I like to say I was a, I would listen um, to your show, um, but yes, uh, this is my Christmas miracle and my prayer of Thanksgiving. 
to Relevant Radio. Thank you so much. And oh, thank I'm you, so Drew. happy for you. Oh, God bless you, Jerry. And have a very blessed and Merry Christmas. You got a lot to rejoice and a lot to thank God for. And God does hear our prayers. He does. He hears and he answers. There's not a doubt in my mind about that. What a wonderful testimony. Uh, Len is listening in Anaheim, California. He's joining the conversation. Len, good afternoon. Hey, Drew. Good to talk to you. You are just an amazing yeah. man. A long, long time oh, uh, listener. I've talked to Pat a couple times, but uh, this is an interesting one, and it's and it's right up your alley. Um, Eleven years ago on Christmas Eve, we took uh, took my wife Donna, the mom of eleven great kids, and uh, we were in for uh, we thought it was appendicitis. Well, the miracle part and is that we got the best surgeon you could ever ask at St. Joseph's out here in Orange, and it was a guy who was a colorectal spe- specialist. Well, it turned out it wasn't uh, just appendicitis. But she actually had four stage colon, and wow. she's raised uh, oh, she raised us real healthy, Drew. And you know, the, the, when you look at the the scope of things, sometimes we don't really understand what a miracle is. But the yeah, uh, rest of the story, it, it's fascinating because at the end of the day, um, the staff surgeon did a great job. He just didn't button her up. He just told us what we had. We found that out on Christmas midday, uh, twenty eleven. But I mean, at 2010, but then the, you know, we had 12 kids and I mean, I'm the 11th. I always joke. I'm the 12th, excuse me. But <laughs> the gift that the surgeon gave it was just nine more months of life for Donna. Yeah. And, you know, at a, at a, you know, you've probably been to a healing mass and all that, mm-hmm. but we went sure. to one after a lot of treatments and she said, Len, you know, um, I, I've had a really good spiritual healing. But my physical side, I know I'm going to be spending the rest of my life offering, you know, my sufferings for the needs of others. And at the funeral, nine months later, we had 1,400 people at the Holy Family Cathedral. I was, I was on staff at the time there with his, the youth director. Yeah. And it's, it's fascinating. Sometimes miracles we don't quite understand. You know, I'll, uh, I have a Faustina uh, uh, that you'll be sharing, but it's a reality that we need to really give God credit follow his plan and sometimes and the, the offshoot is i think donna was grabbing my hair from heaven uh, drew because two years ago i married the, the most catholic the absolute uh, best uh, stepmom any of my kids could ever ask for wow. and you know you know we don't forget donna yet at the same time you know the reality is mary has taken up the, the slack in a very good way and it's sometimes you know, God does what God does. Donna was only 48, Amen. you know, when, when she passed. Oh, wow. It's so young. Uh, Len, thank you. Thanks for calling and, and for sharing that. Other people walking in the, down that same path. I know, um, I know they'll take a lot of solace from what you had to share. Thank oh, you. Yeah, Have a Merry you know, Christmas, just, Len. You too, yeah, too. Go God bless you. God bless you too, man. Let me sneak up, uh, Brittany, and I have a minute left uh, in Fremont, Wisconsin. Brittany, good afternoon. Yes, uh, thank you for taking my call. I'll admit this one maybe isn't um, quite as serious as some, but I had looked for uh, statues of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus for years. I mean, they're very expensive, so I could never convince myself to buy them because um, they're a couple hundred dollars usually a piece. And I went to a right. store about two years ago. Um, a little after Christmas, and I found them on sale for 90%. 
Um, and when I was checking out, That's the cool. lady told me that they were special ordered um, in return there, and they had just shown up within the last hour. There was one set. And I know it sounds silly, but I really think God put oh, them wow. there for me, knowing how much I had desired that, because they ended up being a $600 set for $60. And every time I put them up, I look at them as my gift from God. So. Yeah. You know, that, that's certainly a gift from God. The Lord heard your prayer. One set, that was meant for you. How it got there, only God knows. And you know what? Yes. I love that story. I said the same thing to my daughter. We went to Mass today together, and I said to her, I said, you know, the Lord will bless in ways sometimes you don't even realize or recognize, you know? Yeah, that nativity set was a blessing. 90% off. You talk about God's generosity. That's something else. Brittany, thank you. Merry Christmas to you, Carmen, and... Rockville and Francisco and Indio, California and everyone else. I got to take just a short pause here. When I return, we're going to take a look at the birth of Christ. Archaeologists think they've pinpointed the actual day, or not day, but uh, year that Christ was born. We'll take a look at that. Plus, we'll take a look at the virgin birth. Whatever happened on that night, stay with me.